Hello, I'm Shudakshi and you have tuned in to Cut the Noise, a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. Today is Monday and the 11th of December and I'm back again with the news of the nation and happenings around the globe. So without any further delay, let's start with the headlines of the week. Supreme Court upholds abrogation of Article 370 says Jammu and Kashmir did not retain sovereignty during accession. Delhi wakes up to coldest morning of season with a minimum temperature at 6.5 degrees Celsius. After Chhattisgarh BJP decides CMs in MP and Rajasthan key meeting in Bhopal likely today. Delhi air quality continues to be very poor. Capital city ranks 7th in the list of the most populated cities across India. BSP chief Mayawati declares nephew Akash Anand as successor says party leader. Israel bombs Gaza after Hamas no hostage will leave alive warning. UK PM Rishi Sunak battles to unite divided party in the most pivotal week of his tenure. Zerodas Kamath brothers take home rupees 72 crore annual salary each in 2022 and 23. Rohit Sharma looks bulky but India coach and fitness comparisons with Virat Kohli. Now let's dive into the details. The Supreme Court on Monday while pronouncing the judgment on a plethora of pleas challenging the annulment of special provisions given to Jammu and Kashmir under Article 370 said the arrangement was temporary due to war conditions in the state and it was a feature of an asymmetric federalism. The apex court also maintained that Jammu and Kashmir did not retain sovereignty during its succession to India. The Supreme Court bench comprising CJI DY Chandrachun Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul Sanjeev Khanna BR Gavai and Suryakant delivered the judgment on article 370 CJI DY Chandrachun said the textual readings and the marginal notes suggest article 370 was impermanent CJI said when the constituent assembly ceased to exist the special condition for which 370 was introduced ceased to exist but the situation in the state remained and thus the article continued moving on to the next national news delhi woke up to the coldest morning of the season on monday with the minimum temperature at 6.5 degrees celsius according to the india meteorological department the minimum temperature in the national capital is likely to drop briskly over the next few days owing to the northwesterly winds prevailing in the area The weather department predicted that on Monday the maximum temperature is likely to be 23 degrees Celsius and the weather will remain clear. On Sunday the minimum temperature was recorded at 8.3 degrees Celsius, a notch lower than the seasonal's normal temperature. Meanwhile, the wind speed touched 20 kilometers per hour during the day on Sunday preventing fog in the national capital. Moving on to another news Day after choosing the Chhattisgarh chief minister the BJP is all set to take the much awaited decision to choose legislative party leaders in Madhya Pradesh and Rajasthan it has been anticipated that the Saffron party may choose new faces in both states as they did in Chhattisgarh as per reports the meeting of BJP's newly elected MLAs will take place today in Bhopal The Madhya Pradesh Legislature Party meeting will decide the CM face in the key Hindi heartland state. The Saffron Party has appointed Haryana Chief Minister Manohar Lal Khattar, its OBC Morcha head K Lakshman and its secretary Asha Lakra as central observers for electing the leader of its legislative party in Madhya Pradesh. 
It's most likely that the trio will today meet to finalize the CM in Madhya Pradesh today. Moving on to another national news, Delhi air quality remains very poor and stood at 316 today as per the Central Pollution Control Board data registered at 7 a.m. The capital city's improvement in air quality to the poor category was short-lived as it entered very poor levels from Friday onwards. Delhi secured 7th place today in the list of the top 10 most polluted cities across India. Delhi had been experiencing air quality in the severe to very poor range over the past few weeks. However, an improvement was seen following rain on December 3, which improved air quality. Moving on to another big national news, Bahujan Samaj Party President Mayavati named her nephew Akash Anand as her political successor on Sunday in Lucknow, according to a senior office bearer of the BSP. The occasion was an all-India party meeting. Akash Anand has been declared the Uttradhikari by Behenji. She asked us to work hard for the 2024 parliamentary polls. Udayveer Singh, BSP district head from Shah Jahanpur, told reporters in Lucknow. The BSP's official statement issued after the meeting did not mention any such decision or anything about leadership succession. Singh added that Anand has been given the responsibility of strengthening the organisation in different states where the party is weak, apart from Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand. Moving on to the international section, Israel bombed southern Gaza's main city on Monday after Hamas warned no Israeli hostages would leave the territory alive unless its demands for prisoner releases were met. Hamas triggered the conflict when the group carried out the deadliest ever attack on Israel on October 7, killing 1,200 people according to Israeli figures and taking about 240 hostages back to Gaza. Israel has responded with a military offensive that has reduced much of Gaza to rubble and killed at least 17,997 people, mostly women and children, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. Israeli strikes on Monday hit the city of Khan Yunus, an AFP correspondent reported, while Palestinian militants Islamic Jihad said they had blown up a house where Israeli soldiers were searching for a tunnel shaft. The army reported rocket fire from Gaza into Israel on Monday and said fires fighting had taken place on Sunday around Gaza City and Khan Yunis. Moving on to another international news, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak faces the most dangerous moment of his premiership this week when he is due to appear before a COVID-19 inquiry and must win a crunch vote in Parliament on his plan to revive a policy to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. Just over a year since he became Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak is struggling to maintain his authority as politicians in both the left and the right of his Conservative Party are strengthening to vote against his flagship asylum policy. Parliament will hold a first vote on Tuesday on the legislation that would override some human rights law with the intention that this would allow the first deportation flights to leave for Rwanda before a national election expected next year. Moving on to the business section, Nitin and Nikhil Kamit, founders of online brokerage platform Zerodha, collectively withdrew Rs 195.4 crore as compensation in fiscal 2022 and 2023. According to a report in, in Tracker, Zerodha co-founders and directors took home Rs 72 crore each as their annual remuneration in financial year 2022. Zerodha's board passed a resolution approving a remuneration of up to Rs 100 crore 
each to three of its directors, the report mentioned. During financial year 23, the employee benefits cost of Zerothar surged 35.7% to Rs 623 crore from Rs 459 crore in financial year 22. Moving on to the sports section, fitness wasn't always a selection criteria in the Indian team. But the evolution of cricket, a lot has changed. With Virat Kohli arguably being the finest example, Indian players had worked hard towards their first. Even the introduction of the yo-yo test has forced the players to work on their fitness in order to get into the Indian team. However, there also remains chatter on players like Rohit Sharma, who often get people engaged in fitness debates. But as far as India's strength and conditioning coach, Ankit Kalyar is concerned, Rohit is as fit as Kohli. And that concludes today's top stories. We'll be back soon with more in-depth coverage and analysis on these news items and more. Thank you for tuning into Jagrit News Podcast. Stay tuned.